Joining us today here on the Diálogos Radio and the Diálogos Interview Series is Greek documentary filmmaker and producer Yorgos Avgeropoulos. And Yorgos, thank you for joining us today on our program. Thank you. Your involvement with documentary filmmaking began in the early 2000s when you began the well-known Exandas series of documentaries. And over the years, your filmmaking has taken you to Latin America, to Asia, and to Africa, and other locations as well. What inspired you to get into documentary filmmaking, and how would you describe your experiences shooting documentaries in these diverse locations? Okay, the, the idea developed uh, in 2000 when, um, during my uh trips, let's say, in Latin America together with uh, my companion, we were um, seeing things and we considered ourselves very lucky that we were there and uh, we managed to see problems and discuss with people from different cultures and, and hear their problems. We thought it, it was going to be very good for, to, for other people to watch these things that we, we were witnessing. So in 2000, we invest all of our money in, in order to buy uh, equipment and to finance our uh, filming trips. So we started filming, actually, without having uh, the money to, to pay the rent of our house. The idea was that for the Greek audience to open a window to the world, because Greece, we consider ourselves as a center of the world, uh, you know, our, our ancient heritage, our uh, civilization, ancient civilization and culture. But in our modern globalized times, Greece is a very small dot in the uh, global map. So we thought that this would be a very useful tool for the Greeks to interpret their daily lives, let's say, because many uh, important decisions that uh, affect our lives are taking uh, outside of the, of, the, of the borders. For the global audience, uh, it is also a very useful tool because we are doing, uh, let's say, our, our thematologies is global. We are talking about issues that concern every active citizen of a citizen of the of our globalized world so it is very it's the same the same things that worry for example german people or the french or the swedish are the exactly the same that uh, concerned people from the other side of the atlantic so the, the, that was the idea to speak for our to modern society to make stories about people about people no matter where they live because my view is that the, the problems that uh, for example a guy from Bolivia has affects me no matter the distance no matter the society and uh, it happened it worked for um, we are doing this for 14 years and uh, we will continue to do it Having filmed in Latin America and elsewhere, your production work returned to Greece more recently with your documentaries The Lost Signal of Democracy and your most recent work titled Agora. Having filmed in these countries such as Argentina, which have experienced similar economic and social circumstances to those of Greece during the crisis, how do you compare these experiences? Well, um, there are a lot of similar similarities between the case of Argentina and the case in Greece, as well as many differences. But uh, let's talk about the similarities here. We are witnessing the same austerity measures, uh, again, in austerity measures in Argentina led to the collapse of the country in 2001. Again, in Greece, we 
can see that the austerity policies do not lead anywhere. The pace, the, the medicine is killing the patient. And you can see all these similarities regarding, let's say, privatizations. You know, in Argentina, they privatized almost 300 public companies and still the debt was very high and they couldn't manage to pay it back. Uh, we are witnessing rather the same in, in Greece. And for me, Agora was a huge cry, let's say, against these austerity policies, a cry from Greece to the world. And I think it is a very useful tool for the Greek audience, of course, and for the international audience in order to understand what exactly is happening in Greece. In Greece, we have a social tragedy. We have a humanitarian crisis. On the other hand, we have these austerity policies that it is not the solution. And many people, among them, many of those who installed the system, understand now that this is the wrong direction. And we have to change this. We have to stop it. Because if we don't, the only result would be the impoverishment of the society as well as fascism, the rise of the fascism. This is what we are witnessing now. And this is not very good for Europe. We can see all around Europe the same things happening. For example, the rise of ultranationalism, the rise of fascism. And we can watch, for example, three months ago in Belgium, thousands of protesters clashing with the police because of the austerity. So we can see that austerity is not only something that imposed in Greece because, as they say, the, the stereotypes say, they, we were living beyond our means, but it was imposed in Europe. And it was something that has been imposed stupidly and mistakenly because when you don't offer, when you, you are maintaining this kind of, uh, of austerity measures for a long time, you are making the crisis worse. And uh, this is knowledge that the economists are having for a long time. It's not something new. And we have a lot of historical examples on, the, on this. We are on the air with Greek documentary filmmaker Yorgos Avgaropoulos here on the Yorgos Radio. And Yorgo, let's talk some more about your recent work, Agora. This is a documentary, of course, which depicts the economic crisis as it has unfolded in Greece in recent years from a variety of different perspectives. What inspired you in 2010 to launch this project, which would involve filming over a number of years, and how were you able to gain support from German public broadcasting and from Al Jazeera in the process? In 2010, when uh, the Prime Minister Yorgos Papandreou asked for help from the IMF and said that here starts an odyssey for uh, for the country, I thought, oh my God, this is not going to be to develop very well because exactly I, I had the, the Argentina uh, experience, let's say. So um, I thought that I have to turn my camera towards my own country now and to work uh, in uh, in my homeland and because I. I could see that images or issues that uh, I was hunting in Latin America and Africa, I could see in my homeland now. So I started. The only thing I knew at that time that uh, is that it's going to be a long-term observation project. And um, for me, that was great because it was uh, the, the first time that I had this kind of opportunity. The only thing I, I knew was that I wanted to follow people's lives for a long time. 
And that happened at the end of 2011. The project was presented in uh, international documentary pitching forums and it found uh, immediately supporters, uh, WDR, the public German television and Al Jazeera Arabic, who were uh, very uh, impressed by the long-term observation aspect as well as with the the people that were participating in Agora because in Agora they are participating almost everybody from the Greek political scene as well as major personalities from the international scene, key experts, politicians, um, economists from both sides of the Atlantic, etc. So they thought that this is a global project and of course it's the Greek perspective which was very important for them because you know the story, it was heard only from the foreign media, let's say, from the main global uh, media outlets. So they, they wanted to hear the story from the Greek perspective. And uh, yes, this is how uh, how we we managed to find support and, and move on. As I said, uh, Agora is, uh, is a huge cry against the austerity policies. And one can ask, well, why WDR in Germany wants to to screen to the audience, to the Germans, a story that questions, let's say, the, the main policy of the country. Well, because it proves that still in the public media of Europe, there is space for the alternative voice, which is uh, well documented. Something that existed also in Greece, but disappeared during the times of crisis, because one of the victims of the crisis is in Greece, is information. And it's uh, the first time in my life that uh, I'm witnessing all the main, let's say, mass media singing the same song. It's the first time in my life. One could say that the title of the documentary Agora has a double meaning of sorts and a definition which has shifted considerably from the ancient origins of the word up until the present time. What does the term Agora mean for you? Agora was the heart of democracy in the ancient Greek city-states. It was the center of the athletic, spiritual and economic life. Nowadays, in modern Greek, the word Agora means uh, simply a marketplace. So it's, it's, a, it's a huge contrast between the two terms. And uh, I think that uh, it symbolizes exactly what is happening nowadays, not only in Greece, but in Europe. Because the, the first victim of the crisis in Europe is democracy. And there are many examples, uh, both in Greece and Europe, that uh, they can prove this. I can tell you the, the story, for example, in 2011, the Italians called to vote in a referendum if they want to privatize their public water system. And the Italians voted for vast majority, not to privatize their water system. The percentage was over 95%. One week later, Jean-Claude Trisset and Mario Draghi sent a letter to Berlusconi, which was published in Republica newspaper. In this letter, Draghi and Trisset were asking Berlusconi, despite the results of the referendum, what are you going to do with the privatization of the water in Italy? So we can see that the willing of the people, it's not of importance for the European elite. And this shows us that the democracy, our democracy, is at stake. Because what is the biggest conquest, let's, let's say, 
of Europe is democracy. It's not market's economy. So we have to protect it. Democracy is at stake nowadays in, in Europe because of the lobbies in Brussels, because of many things, and of course, because of the European elites. And I think that uh, we have passed the doorstep of what Colin Kranz has said in 2000, has described as post-democracy. Post-democracy is a term describing that you have all the, the institutions there. Parties are there, elections are there, there is a, the, the rule of law, governments fall and coming again. It's all there. But the center of our political system has shifted towards a rather secret, narrow relationship between a very powerful business elite and the political elite who are increasingly disconnected from the population. This is what is happening in Europe now. And I think that Greece and Italy were the perfect examples of post-democracy during 2012. I remember, for example, as a prime minister, the ex-vice president of the European Central Bank, Lucas Papadimos, as well in Italy, Mr. Mondi. So nobody have elected these people, and they were prime ministers of the countries. It is well known that there are many prevalent stereotypes about Greece and the Greek people, and these stereotypes have been reinforced during the crisis by many international media outlets. How does Agora attempt to address those stereotypes and to give a different perspective on how the average Greek has experienced the crisis? Well, yes, we all know the stereotypes, uh, the lazy Greeks, that they are not working and they are corrupted, blah, 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 blah. And the answer in this is that we are not lazy. <laughs> oh, my God. We are hardworking people, just all the other people on the planet. The problem is that there is a lesson. You know, behind the austerity policy, let's say, there is a kind of moral policy that says people must be punished and if they find things hard, they're going to work harder. This is never the problem. The problem was banks very happy to lend money and politicians very happy to solve their problems by going into relationships with them. Bank and political leaders are the people who needed to learn a lesson. Ordinary Greeks, Italian, Spanish, Portuguese people work just hard, maybe harder than anyone else. This is the problem and we have to understand it. And we have also to understand that Greece is only a small part of a larger continent-wide austerity policy, austerity program that has been stupidly and mistakenly imposed on Europe. And these kind of policies are there and they are killing societies. Greece was never the problem. Greece is a tiny economy. The problem in the beginning of this adventure was that the Greek case could tip over a closer examination of the bank assets which were held in major European banks and that could create a panic in the credit markets. That was the problem and we have to understand this and also we have to understand that the German taxpayer, the Finnish taxpayer, in every hundred euros that they were giving supposedly to save the lazy Greeks, from this money, only the one euro and 80 cents ended up in real life. The rest of them, the 98 euros and 20 cents, 
returned directly back to the banks and to the bondholders with interest. So it was a very nice investment to invest in a bankrupt country. We are on the air with Greek documentary filmmaker Yorgos Avgeropoulos here on the Alagos Radio, and Yorgo Agora will be screened in a number of locations both within and outside of Greece in the near future. It already has been screened in many locations, and it has also earned several awards and distinctions at various film festivals along the way. Tell us about the upcoming screening schedule and what the response has been like so far. Agora has been uh, broadcasted by numerous TV networks in Canada, Middle East, as well as Europe. And the reaction is uh, extremely positive. Last week was screened in WDR in Germany and we have flooded from uh, messages of German people saying we are sorry we are not the government of the country but we can understand. Others said thank you for explaining us things by another perspective we needed that in order to understand what is going on really. There are also comments like we can see in our social state in Germany the black clouds on the horizon already. You know, the reaction is, is extremely positive and we are very happy on this because, you know, Agora has a different, let's say, reaction between the two audiences and uh, I, I mean Greeks and non-Greeks. For Greeks is something that they know it already, they live it. So they are in the cinema because Agora is in the cinemas of Greece. They are in the cinema watching the movie and when the movie ends, they walk out of the cinema and the movie continues. First of all is this, and it's a tool for them in order not to forget. Because if we want to move forward our society, we have to become good citizens. Because, you know, democracy is not something that has to do with elections. We thought that we are good citizens if we go every four years to, to vote, but this is not the case. Democracy is about uh, citizenship. It's about being active in politics. And when I'm using the word politics, I'm referring to the Aristoteles meaning of, of the word, the act of the citizens towards its, its city, his city. So a good citizen has the obligation not to forget and to remember in order the same mistakes not to be repeated. For the international audience, it's a shock because they can understand that they don't know the reality of Greece. And also they realize that if these things can happen in a country uh, of the European South, then they can easily reach their own backyard. And we can see it happening. Before we wrap up, what other projects and productions are you presently working on that we could expect to see from you in the near future? Well, uh, there, are, there are a lot of ideas, but not uh, from a concrete, let's say, project yet. Uh, so I, uh, I'd rather prefer not to speak on this. <laughs> but I'm thinking of, of course, continuing doing what I'm doing. Maybe continue Agora, I don't know yet. And um, I believe in the power of documentaries. Documentary is a political act and I think that doing documentaries like, for example, Agora, you contribute in the public dialogue, not only in Greece, but in, you know, in the audience of the whole world. Yorgo, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today here on the Alagos Radio and the Alagos Interview Series and best of luck with your continued endeavors. Thank you, Michalis.